My philosophy was a very simple one. I, um, you know, Rudy was one of my favorite films growing up. After watching that film, I come to understand if I could work that hard every day, um, being blessed with the physical tools that I have, um, what would my career be? And I made a promise to myself from that day that I was going to work that hard every single day so that when I do retire, I have no regrets. And that was the most important thing for me is to leave no stone unturned, get better every single day. And if I live that way, then over time, you know, I'd have something that was beautiful. But that was my philosophy. It seems like a pretty simple one, but, you know, if you live your life to just get better every single day and do that for 20 years, I mean, what do you have? Once you have the passion, the thing that you're passionate about now, you can look at other people or other entities or other things or works of art, and you can draw things from that to help you be better at what you do um, by looking for those common denominators. Johnny wanted to know, how do I prepare? How do I prepare? How do I study? How do I view the game? How do you build your game? And you know, my response is much like the way he builds products. You, know, you think sequentially. Yeah, you look at this, the, the end result of what you want to create, but in order to create that, there's so many other little things that go into this massive entity or device. It's no different than building my basketball game. You start with, what do you want your game to be? What would make your game most unstoppable or hard to deal with? And now you work backwards from there. And you start building it one piece at a time, one move at a time, one counter at a time. You just got to put one foot in front of the other. And, you know, sometimes I think, uh, you know, even for myself, it's, it's easy to become distracted a little bit and start trying to look at the final, what the final picture is going to look like. And, you know, when you do that, you can, you can easily become frustrated with where you are at the moment. So, um, you know, my advice is just to focus on each day. And, you know, you have a plan in place of how you want to improve and how you want to get better. And you stick to that plan and, and trust the fact that, you know, every day that you, you know, um, stick to the plan, it'll get you to your end result. The passion came from the love for the game. You know, I, I loved everything about it. Like the smell of the ball, you know, the smell of like brand new sneakers and like the sound the ball makes when it hits the ground, ball going through the net, like all those things I, I love. And so the passion comes from that because once you have that love, you just want to be a part of this thing all the time. You know, like basketball's helped me be a better person, a better friend, a better father. Well, because there's life lessons that are within the game, mm -hmm. like communication, like unselfishness, um, like attention to detail and um, empathy and compassion. Like all those things are in the game. And uh, as an athlete, if we are aware of those things, um, it helps us become better human, human beings. Where did you get your killer instinct from? Well, yeah, I think a lot of it um, had to do with um, isolation. Growing up over there and being the only uh, African-American kid, not being able to speak the language, I gravitated towards the game. And in that game, you find a lot of, um, you find solace in the game. And then when you play with kids that might not uh, accept you because you're an outsider, but yet when we come to play the game, that's my chance to, to, to get vengeance on them for not accepting me in there. And that's where it kind of started developing. And, and throughout the course of my life, it's always been that. It's always been the outsider and having to come in and prove 
you know, or, or to seek some sort of vengeance when I play. Taking things, using things in your life that, that are scars, using those moments as a weapon. You know, using basketball as kind of like a vehicle through which to express yourself, right? So at that moment, for us to face the Celtics again, it's not about the Celtics. It's not about your opponent, it's about you. Mm. It's about you taking your inner struggles and channeling that through the game, right? As a way to, to unleash, right? So now it became a matter of how do I express that to them? How do I get them to that point where they figure this out for themselves? Because I can't say, hey, listen, I need you to play harder. So what'd you I do? You, well, I had to share my story. I had to open up to them and let them know I've dealt with things. This is the things that I use. This is how I go about focus. This is how I deal with adversity. This is how I deal with, you know, arguing with my wife the day of a game and showing up to the game and still having that focus to be able to play. Like, I use those things to open up with them. And then in turn, they were able to, to take those stories and, and make them their own. What I try to do is just try to be still and understand that things come and go, emotions come and go. The important thing is to accept them all, to embrace them all, and then you can choose to do with them what you want versus being controlled by emotion. You know, a lot of times I've seen players, even myself, you know, when I was younger, being consumed by a particular fear um, and to the point where you're saying, okay, nah, it's, it's not good to feel fear. I shouldn't be nervous in this situation, like not. Nah. And it does nothing but grow versus stepping back and saying, yeah, I, I am nervous about the situation. Yeah, I am fearful about the situation. Well, what am I afraid of? And then you kind of unpack it. Mm -hmm. And then it gives you ability to look at it for really what it is, which is nothing more than your imagination <laughs> running its course, you know? When you're going into the league, you're going with a lot of guys that were, you know, same age, same age, you know, same class as you were going in. Were you sizing those guys up the same exact way as you did in high school? I did, but you know, in the NBA, it was actually easier. Because what I found in the NBA is a lot of guys played for financial stability. And when they came to the NBA, they got that financial stability. So therefore the passion and the work ethic and the obsessiveness was gone. So I'm looking at that, I'm like, Oh my God, it's gonna be like taking candy from a baby championships. <laughs> it's like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 like, and, and then you had the players that had that passion, but weren't willing to commit their entire lives to doing that, right? It's a choice, right? You have other things, you have family, you have all these other things that you have to do. The game can't really be your number one priority. And so I was just looking at that like, man, I'm, this is going to be fun. It's just a matter of what's important to you. And what's important to you, for, for whatever reason, you know, I, I felt like um, I didn't feel good about myself if I wasn't doing everything I could to be the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. If I felt like I left anything on the table, um, it would eat away at me. I wouldn't be able to look myself in the mirror. Right, so the reason why I can retire now and be completely comfortable about it because I know that I've done everything I could to be the best basketball player I could be. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, that's where it comes from for me. You can't leave any stone unturned. I'm not one that really believe in failure. I believe you have setbacks. 
and you know you have to learn from those you have to learn what are those landmines that can be avoided the next time what are those pitfalls you have to learn from that stuff and um so you're not welcome those things it's a part of life but are you prepared to like really fail at something totally new like what if you're just pvc <laughs> then i'm a pvc yeah. yeah you know and then i work at it and then i'm not a VC the next year, yeah. or, you know, whenever it happens. Yeah. I, listen, I, my first year in the league on national TV, 18 years old, I, mean, I shot five straight air balls in the playoffs in front of millions of people. Yeah. I think my tolerance is that. pretty high. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm all right. There's a quote from uh, one of my English teachers at Lower Marion named uh, uh, Mr. Fisk. He had a great quote that said, rest at the end, not in the middle. And that's something I always live by. You know, I'm not going to rest. I'm going to keep on pushing now. There are a lot of answers that I don't have, even questions that I don't have. But I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going, and I'll figure these things out as we go. Right? And you just continue to build that way. So that, I try to live by that all the time. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up. As always, thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, and the baseline, or I should say the foundation of it all is discipline. I am your your host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, hey, look, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the slogan here, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. You know the quote of the day or the month, the year, and the decade so far for me. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley. We're going to switch things up a little bit, family. Instead of three impact secret value points, I'm going to ask you and challenge you with one question and two thought provoking statements. Again, it's going to be one question and two thought provoking statements. First question is this or only question is this. What are you willing to get better at every day? What are you willing to get better at every day? Two thought-provoking statements. First one, preparation. Preparation. And number two, avoid the distraction of the final picture. Avoid the distraction of the final picture. Today's episode is entitled, On the Run from Regrets. On the Run from Regrets. Let's get into today's show. You know what, family? I was thinking about this. I when I did yesterday's show on the um, I'm taking. I think it's called, it's called taking five shots a day. 
I mean, five, uh, five shots a week or something similar to that. But basically I found it that art, I, I was talking about the article that I, I didn't even read the entire article. I had read the first lesson by Jeff Bezos, um, from the money Inc art, uh, magazine. And the first, uh, the first lesson that he gave was about regrets. And when I finished that show, I thought to myself, wow, I want to do some more research on this. I want to even go even deeper on this and understand why do we, why do you have regrets or potentially could have regrets or why are we on the run from our regrets? You see, the reason why I believe that we have regrets is because we allow the distractions from others to get inside of our mind. We allow what we haven't seen done yet to confuse us to see if it's even possible. And the reason why that is, is because family, it's, it's, it's easier to not go after your purpose or your dream. It's easier to be comfortable in the state of mind or the space that you are in. It's easier to say, well, I don't know if I can make money from that or a better political term. I don't know if I will be able to monetize that. And if you continue to study the people that you admire or that inspire you, you will you will learn that, yes, money is amazing. It's up there next to air, but it doesn't. But what happens when you get that financial or that that you meet that financial goal or, you know, you're making even more money than you had set out to make. How do you keep going? And that's something Kobe was talking about there in that clip. He was saying that once people met their original, met their goal of, you know, I'm going to the league so I can, you know, uh, be taken. Well, I don't want to say taken care of, but basically make the financial, be able to have the finances to be able to do the things that they've all, they dreamed of or seen other people do or being inspired by other people. But then that's where it stopped. That's why I want to, again, my favorite book, uh, Tim Grover's uh, book around unstoppable is when he talked about the player's mindset that wanted it more. So he said, he gave an example. He, he was talking, I don't know if it was Jordan or Kobe, but in so many words, he was saying, I, I paraphrased that a lot of people got confused by the endorsements and confused by the off court things that, that was required of them that, it, it pulled them away from what even got them there. Let me unpack that. What I mean is, is, is that you came into the NBA to be an NBA player. You were compensated by the NBA or, yeah, let's say by the NBA. Yet now all of a sudden you're getting endorsement deals. You're getting you're getting all these endorsement deals. And now it's pulling you away from the game that you admire, you're passionate about, and you're making all of this money and you're not 
you're not investing in your craft. You're not going back because now you've gotten comfortable because you're, you're, you're receiving all of this money. And that's kind of the gist of what Tim Grover was saying. Even Kobe, he was mentioning because of the fact of you get, you get comfortable and we're all guilty of this. See that this is why I want to do. Uh, I, you know, I want to talk with people. I don't want to know about how you got there. Or I should let me rephrase that. I don't want to know the life right now because I know I, I can imagine and dream and I've seen. I've, I've, I mean, there's plenty more I want to see, of course, but I want to understand the process and the step by step. Because when you understand that, you can understand when you have the challenging days like you don't want to get up. Today, family was one of those challenging days for me where I said, you know what, man, I put it out there that for the next 30 days, I'm going to do a 4 a.m. wake up call, whether it's uh and how I composed it was I said I would do sort of like, you know, five days waking up at, at uh, 4 a.m., then six, then the next week, six, and then the next week, seven, and then restart. So I'm looking at playing something like that. But while I'm trying to figure it out, I know for sure that the commitment is has to be five days a week, regardless. Like that is that is a has, that is a priority. And today was a the, the struggle and what I would want to know. And I know you would want to know what do people say that have reached that that um, pedestal or or is climbing towards that pedestal? What do they tell their self? And those are the questions I started asking myself. And when I was laying in that bed and it was comfortable, family, when I tell you it was comfortable, um, it was comfortable. And needless to say, I start trying to think of everything. I was like, well, let me use uh, Mel Robbins, uh, five, four, three, two, one. Well, my rocket ship didn't take off on that one. Okay. Well, let me, um, tell myself. And then finally I said, look, man, just get up. <laughs> I, you know, family, we try to now, and, and let me be clear here that Mel Robbins, uh, five, four, three, two, one that has worked for me, uh, many a time. So I want to be crystal clear. It does work, but it's sometimes that you got to go deeper. You and and for me, today was the test. Like you made a commitment. You said you was going to get up at four over the next thirty days. Today is not the day for you to take a break. You can take one, you know, much later um, in life. But right now, if you're willing to do what is required of you today, you can have more than you have today. Mm. I think I just said something. I said, if you're if you if you require what is required to do today, you can have more than what you have today. So a lot of times, family. Being committed to this craft, I was all over the place and I'm still working on narrowing down because I get excited about things and I want to test it out. And I want to do it and I want to, you know, you know, we can sell this. I want to do that. I want to do it. And then, you know, I I'm getting better. I'll say that as far as moving away from all of the shiny objects or moving away from the actual um trying to be everything and I and do everything because what I don't want to have is no regrets. I don't want to have a regret of saying, you know, man, I, I could have done that. 
or I should have done that. Why didn't I do that? I don't want to have those conversations with myself or nobody else. So that was my attentions of doing all the things. You know, I always tell you, family, when they when people talk about finding your passion or finding your purpose, I tell you, and this is what worked for me is try everything and see what clicks, see what, you know, gets you excited. For me, it's this mic or being able to speak or being able to be in front of a, a, a camera and just, you know, chop it up with the family. And that's what I mean, I get truly excited, but I was also afraid. I was afraid family because I was afraid of what people were going to say about me or what they were going to think about me that who am I to sit here and tell people that they can get better? Are you a millionaire? No, I'm not. I'm not even a thousandaire. So how can I tell people to be something that I'm not yet? You see what I said? The key word is yet. And the, and, and I finally came to realize is that I'm, I'm, I was looking at this from the wrong lens. You see, Right now, I am in preparation. I am in training. Right now, I am in practice. And what it is allowing me to do is find ways to get better and better and better. By the time it gets to the point where people who have never heard of me, I am on point. Because now what can you say? You can't say that Oh, he, he, his work ethic, he didn't put in the work. When you're seeing the consistency five days a week, okay? Well, you know, he's not, he hasn't done this or done that. And some of the times they may be right. But there's going to be a lot of times they're going to be wrong because my decision, my choice to go into this, and I shouldn't even say it was my decision or my choice. I fell into personal development because I was tired tired and sick and tired of living the life that I was living. I was tired of the empty promises. I was tired of, of dealing with people or, or, or uh, being committed to situations that it was not beneficial. It was toxic. And when I started pick, when I picked up my first book, Thinking Grow Rich, and then I started reading other books, and then I started listening to audio and then video. I mean, my life and you know, reading scripture and and meditating, like my life started changing, and it, they didn't do a full three sixty. It was step by step, and I am still in the process. That's why I said. I don't care how big I get. I am still a student. I don't care how huge I blow up. I And you can hold me to this. <laughs> I am going to be that one in the car with you because what it and have you ever been on a road trip where let's say we're on a road trip and there's we identified that, OK, you're going to drive uh, in the morning and you're going to drive in the evening. See, I'm a slow, when I drive, they, people will say I drive like an old person because I'm not in a hurry. I'm not about to go 10 to 20, 30 miles over the speed limit for what? It's not even worth it of getting a speeding ticket for what to get there. What? 20 minutes or 30 minutes early. So my friends and I, we were always, when we were going on a road trip, they would let me drive at night uh, because 
in the morning they could drive as fast as they want to. And me at night, I was just like, you know, I'm 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 not in. I, mean, I would put that thing on cruise and sit back and and just keep it rolling, because. Yes, there's a sense of urgency, but the urgency is making sure, one, I get there safe or we get there safe. And two, that I'm not paying additional money, not just on a ticket, but an insurance for what? So I, I, I give you that story to parallel of of life, in a sense, family, is that we have to focus on being committed to going through the process, going through the, the, the learnings up and downs, the going through the, the trials and tribulations that comes with when you made a decision or you made a commitment, not a decision. Cause we make decisions all day. We make a decision like, yeah, I'm gonna lose weight. But when we make that commitment, Ooh, boy, Oh boy, it's amazing. And when I made that commitment to this show of producing five days a week, I understood it's going to require something of me that I don't have in me yet that I'm going to have to build in order to get there. So going back to my point of I am a student in the car with you and it just so happened that I'm just a chapter ahead of you. And when I say a chapter ahead of you, meaning that I just read some information that I don't know if you're privy to or you heard about it, but I want to share it. If you've heard about it, great. Give me some feedback. Let's see how we can um, uh, dialogue together on that. But the, the point I'm, I'm trying to make is, is that in anything that we are going after, we can't get caught up in the final picture. I am so guilty of that family. Ooh, that final picture. It looks so good. I can just see me right now with the jacuzzi, the swimming pool, the mansion, the the Lambo outside, the Tesla outside, you know, of the house and just the dogs playing and my kids just having a ball. Like I, I, I see it. I see myself walking into it. But the question is, what, what am I doing to get better every day so I can walk into that vision? And how do I continue to stay the course even when and, and when I when I obtain that that vision, how do I still stay hungry enough to keep going? Because a lot of times, family, we can get what that thing is and then be disappointed because now we sit back and relax or as my cousin on my uncle's side would say we just kick the lazy boy back and lean back on him and we do that because of the fact of we've attained our goal and we do that not knowing that there's still more in us. It's still more left. So you need to use it all up, not just some of it. And when you start really honing your craft and working on your craft, you're going to realize that it's going to be like, I'm loving this process. Like, can you tell? I'm like really, really loving this. Even though, like I told you, I want, I want it all family. I want it all. I want everything that's that's due to me and more but 
I'm willing to go through this so you can see that a kid from Michigan, a kid from uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, a kid, you know, from Flint, Michigan, he can, if I can do it, you can do it. Don't look at the education. The education had nothing to do with what, what we doing here. It was life. It was life telling me and pushing me into uh, personal development. I didn't believe in it. I felt like personal. I was like personal development and they people, the secret and all these, you know, manifest. I'm like, yeah, they, they are straight cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. But they was winning. So I was like, well, what do I got to lose? I'm not winning. So let me try it out. Not only did I try it out, I I said, well, not let me just try it out. I should say I actually jumped in, started reading the book, start listening to the audio. Because I was getting frustrated with the failures. No, 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 not the failures, not the failures, ED. I was getting tired of the setbacks because I couldn't understand them. I couldn't understand why is this happening to me? I literally researched very thorough of 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 what I was walking into, what I was getting into. And this I, I had previous experience and I was like, this is not going to happen again. Bam. And it happened. I was like, ah. Oh. But then I realized sometimes in life, you have to take a step back to take two steps forward. Sometimes in life, you have to go through something to grow through something. Sometimes in life, you have to have a belief, a a self-confidence belief in yourself, even when you don't even really truly believe it. And you walk into it. I had to believe that. So family, when you are in preparation mode, which is basically to me, the process mode, you have to keep fighting for what you want, because if you don't, I guarantee you somebody's waiting in line to get in line to give you something you don't want. So if you are on the run from your regrets like myself, because I don't when I say on the run from regrets, I am meaning that I am I, I do not want to regret not going after my purpose or my dream and being willing to pivot when necessary or required one of the two, but I'm going to pour everything into this, into this show, into the videos, into getting content out about not just about the mindset, but the mindset is the, the foundation. You know, I don't want to be that, that type of, um, speaker in which um, I get you so inspired and pumped up and motivated that you forget about the foundation, which is the discipline. And once you understand that, you will have a better picture of. Yes, I'm inspired. Yes, I have the growth growth mindset. Yes, I'm willing to work um, on my craft. But all of that doesn't matter without the discipline. Because you have to be disciplined going through whatever you're going after, because there's going to be a lot of times that your plan, which is going to you know, be amazing, is going to take a hit. It's going to get punched. It's going to get kicked. It's going to get stepped on. And can you have the belief that I'm about to get back up and wipe myself off and do it all over again?
So family, I'll close with this. What are you willing to get better at every day? For me, I'm willing to dedicate time to get better at being a better communicator, get better at putting together a better show. I'm willing to understand that this is preparation in motion and it's up to me to make the decision or excuse me the commitment to see it through so i challenge you family what are you willing to get better at every day this has been the impact secret podcast show i have been your host e d until next time baby peace